This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. One of the most underrated parts of a trip is that flight home. And that's why Delta Airlines tries to make you feel at home long before you even get there. Now, for somebody like me that's a homebody, feeling at home in the air is very valuable to me. And I love to curate that comfortable experience. And what I love about Delta is they have over a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. They have Wi-Fi so I can do anything else that I want to do on my devices. They have great food and drink, and it just creates a positive end to my trip. They have fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members, more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment, and they have premium food options and beverages like herbal teas, cold brew, sparkling wine, and more. All of the comforts that you'll find at home, you can find in a flight experience that feels made just for you. You may not be home yet, but Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit more like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny His way. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about gentleness. Now, when God gave me the download that this was going to be this week's episode, and then I looked at the date that this episode is coming out, which is October 2nd, the start of the fourth quarter, the end of the year, I really didn't find it to be much of a coincidence that he wants me to speak about gentleness in a season where a lot of people may be exerting effort to quote unquote, finish the year strong. I mean, even as I've scrolled over social media on the weekend, it's just so many messages about getting stuff done, making sure you're getting those goals accomplished, revisiting the goals from the top of the year and doing X, Y, Z for this final push for the final quarter of the year. Like these, these messages are everywhere, especially in this online entrepreneurial space. But instead, God wanted me to come on here and talk about gentleness. And usually when God gives me the message for the podcast, it's usually a message. And then I go and craft a message, organize it, find supporting scriptures and thoughts and all of the things and put it together and communicate it here on the show. This time he only gave me a word and I'm like, okay, gentleness, got it. But where are we going with this guy? And because I've been doing this long enough, I know as I study, he'll start to reveal. And what I've noticed just week after week is how God is just confronting things one by one that's in the way of us living fully in what he has for us in this season, what he has for us in our personal life, what he has for us in our business, our marriages, our parenthood, all of the roles and the spaces that we occupy. I believe that one by one, God is lining up every single obstacle that's keeping you from the seeing the manifestation of your prayers, that's keeping you from seeing and experiencing the full manifestation of his presence of his promise, of his purpose. I just believe one by one, he's lining these things up. 
week after week so that we can overcome these obstacles and be more close and in alignment with him. And today, as we talk about gentleness, I believe he wants us to confront our conditioning. Can I be real with you guys for a second? When I think of the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. When I think about these fruit of the spirit, gentleness is one that I often ignore. And to be honest, up until recently, I ignored it because I don't know how to receive gentleness. Now, the fruit of the spirit, to be clear, these are not fruit that we produce as a result of being righteous or in good standing with God. The fruit of the spirit is the evidence that we have accepted the gift of the Holy Spirit. So these fruit are not characteristics of anything that we have produced on our own, but it's evidence of the Holy Spirit that indwells on the inside of us. Now, gentleness, this was one that I often overlooked because I never was taught how to be gentle. I didn't grow up in environments where love was exemplified in a gentle way. I was never parented gently. If I think about the environments I've grown up in or where I've, uh, what I've experienced in my life over the years, gentle is just simply not a word that I would use to describe it. And even life in general, most of the time ain't really that gentle. So I would go on a whim and say that many of us don't really fully know how to recognize or receive gentleness. Even when it comes to our relationship with God, when someone is gentle, it's defined as mildness of manners or disposition, kindness, being soft, Some of us are hard-headed. So even with our relationship with God, because of our own stubbornness or hard-headedness, he's showing himself as gentle because that's who he is, but we're unable to receive it because we're used to harshness or we need harshness in order for us to pay attention. And I've even found myself over the years, I will pray like, God, I need to know what you want me to do. And like a bright neon sign, knock me upside my head, God, like just drop it in my lap, make it obvious and just undeniable that this is you. But sometimes me asking that is me asking God to go against his nature. And some of you guys, because you may not fully understand what gentleness means or know God in this way, you may be looking for him to answer your prayers in a way that goes against his nature. So I believe on today's episode, God wants to purify our perspectives. He wants to deprogram. Remember last week we talked about divine reprogramming. I believe that he wants to reprogram us a bit in this way by showing the gentle nature of who he is. And then also giving us a new willingness to submit to the guidance of the Holy Spirit, which is gentle. Now, when I first started studying this, I was like, okay, God, I I got some disconnections here because On one end, I understand that gentleness is kind, is soft, is mildness, but you also flooded the whole earth though. (laughs) You also have some unsoft, some unmild, some pretty violent history. So um, make it make sense, Lord. (laughs) But what I found is that meekness is the expression of power with reserve and gentleness. 
So what he was showing me that even in these extreme and major expressions of his power, he was still being reserved and still expressing gentleness. An Old Testament example is that when he flooded the earth, he still exercised reserve by sparing Noah and his family, giving him instructions on how to build the ark and allowing them to weather the storm. So he exerted his power in this major way, but at the same time was gentle and exercised reserve. God possesses this divine duality that allows him to be compassionate, but also be no nonsense that allows him to be all knowing, all powerful, but still delicate at the same time. And he handles us with so much care. This episode is brought to you by NPR. As a Black woman, it is just so important to have Black stories and to see myself represented in the media. As a mother of two beautiful Black little boys, it's important for me to show them representations of themselves in the media so that they can be inspired and know that the possibilities are endless for them and their futures, and also so that they can see their stories told. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by NetSuite. Now listen, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. It's not just about the gross, but it's about what we net, what we take home. And NetSuite gives you the perfect opportunity to net more. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing in accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. With the way that the economy is looking right now, everything costs so much. So when it comes to these businesses, we have to make sure that we are cutting costs and finding ways to save money and boost performance at the same time. 
By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash blessed. netsuite.com slash blessed. netsuite.com slash blessed. I'm, and I'm I'm breaking this down because I want to soften your hearts a bit because I think that's sometimes a huge mistake that we make that keep us from truly experiencing all of who God is, is that we apply our perception of our parents or authority that we know in our day to day onto God. So because we don't understand what it's like to have a parent who shows us love and compassion and who's kind and who handles us with care, we are unable to see God in that way. And I know for me personally, that is true. Sometimes and for a long time in my relationship with God, it's been hard to see this gentle side of him. This is a side of God that I'm only coming to truly fully receive because he's always been this way, but I'm now fully letting him in in this way just recently. Because in my spiritual life, it's easy to go to the the aggressive side, the spiritual warfare, the binding and loosing, the praying, the speaking in tongues, the deliverance, the casting out, the ratata, as I call it, of this faith walk. It's easy for me to go there and square up with the enemy and all of whatever it is that he trying to, to come up and use against me. I can go. like I can square up in the spirit. and I'm comfortable there. I'm not comfortable being soft because I look at being soft as being weak. Because if if we go by the slang term of being soft, that means that you a pushover. That means that you easily defeated. But on the spiritual side of things, God's softness is a part of his strength. It's a part of his sovereignty. It's a part of what makes him a great father, a great leader, a great Lord, a great master. So because I'm applying the limitations on what I see gentleness as onto him, it's hindering my ability to experience him fully. However it is that you've been conditioned, I would go on a whim to say that I believe that it's keeping you from being able to see what God is doing, to hear him clearly. And it's creating a space where you think it's distance, but it's not where you think he's not answering you, but he is because you feel you are looking for him to knock you upside your head and he's whispering. So you're missing it because of your misconceptions. And God is using this episode to reintroduce himself to you in a way that you're not used to so that you can get these aha moments and be like, oh, so that was God. Oh, now I see what he was doing. Oh, dang. I see how I ignored that because I thought that it was too simple. It was too soft. I need It, it needed to be more aggressive in order for it to be God. Let's go to... First Kings chapter 19, verse nine. Now for the sake of time, I'm not going to tell the earlier part of the story. I want to just pick up on verse nine. But if you have not read the story of Elijah, the full story, please go and read it. It's a great story. Definitely one of my faves. Now where we find ourselves in this scripture, Elijah, by direction of the angel, went to Mount Sinai. So Mount Sinai is known as the mountain of God. So where we find ourselves in verse nine is where the Lord is speaking to Elijah at Mount Sinai. Verse nine says, but the Lord said to him, what are you doing here, Elijah? Elijah replied, I have zealously served the Lord God almighty. 
But the people of Israel have broken their covenant with you, torn down your altars and kill every one of your prophets. I'm the only one left. And now they're trying to kill me too. Go out and stand before me on the mountain, the Lord told him. And as Elijah stood there, the Lord passed by and a mighty windstorm hit the mountain. It was such a terrible blast that the rocks were torn loose, but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, there was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was the sound of a gentle whisper. Now, I never noticed this part when I first read this story, but as I was studying gentleness, I was taken back and I believe that God showed these more aggressive demonstrations such as the earthquake, such as the wind, such as the fire. And he was not speaking in any of those things. Instead, he decided to speak in a gentle whisper. I believe that God was showing a new part of his character to Elijah in that moment. And I don't think it's a coincidence that Elijah was here meeting God in a very vulnerable state. A few verses up, he's talking about God, just take my life. He wanted to die, but instead he went at the beckoning of the angel. He went and met God at Mount Sinai. And instead of God meeting him in a way that Elijah was used to, such as the fire and these miraculous demonstrations, God gently whispered to him. He showed him his soft side. He showed him his kind side. He showed him his gentle side because that's what Elijah needed. He needed the love of his father demonstrated in that manner. And because God is God, he knew that. And that is what he gave him. So some of you What you're looking for and what you need are different. You're looking for the wind and the earthquake and the fire, but God is talking to you in a gentle whisper because he knows what you actually need and not just what you think you need or how you expect him to show up. Let's go to the New Testament. Matthew 11, verse 28. Then Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give you is light. So here is God again, through Jesus, our example, our savior, fully God, but also fully human, showing his gentleness. So I hope over the course of this episode that you're seeing God in a new light. And I pray that as you see him this way, you can submit to him further and pray that he that he purifies the perspectives that you may be holding on to or crucifies the conditioning that you may have that has led you to not be able to fully receive him in his gentle state to to fully receive his power and his love in this gentle way. So that's it for today's episode. I hope I shifted your perspective a bit, gave you some language for some things that you may be dealing with. And I hope this episode blessed you. If it did, please leave us a five-star review. Feel free to slide in my DMs and tell me how this episode blessed you at Tatum Tamia, T-A-T-U-M-T-E-M-I-A. I love you guys and I'll talk to you next week.